A great door is open unto you But there are many Territories, whoa, new territories, whoa, a great door is open unto you, but there are many adversaries. This is what you gotta do, you must be. Sustain the mission in times of peace. Be ready for war. Fight extremes with extremes. Surprise your enemy. Humble your enemy. Extinguish your enemy. Strike like lightning. Overcome superior enemies, oh be strong, whoa, be courageous, whoa, you gotta be strong, whoa, and courageous, for a great door is open unto you, but there are many this is what you gotta do oh be strong in the Lord and courageous defend yourself know your enemy Know your invisible enemy, surround your enemy, be decisive, be united at all levels against superior enemies. 
enemies Eliminate disloyalty Don't deal with your enemies In the spirit of benevolence Whoa, be courageous Whoa, you gotta be strong A great door is open unto you But there are many adversaries This is what you gotta do Oh, be strong in the Lord And courageous You won't believe that pastors sometimes they see uh, money as the reason why they must go on their own and start their own churches. Money is actually the root of all breakaways. The, when we say the root, the scripture that says money is the root of all evil, the love of money is the root of all evil, you will discover this to be so true that the love of money is the root of all evil. You can, if you look at drugs, corruption, even ESCOM. Let's take ESCOM. Why is this problem of load shedding? You go back to the corruption. I don't want to go into detail. You know on the news how they give their tenders to family members, to friends. The people can't supply the proper equipment. It's just, look, politics is very weird. Politicians earn money from the taxes we pay. Do you understand? So whether they do well or not do well, they get a salary. And that salary is a highly, it's a good salary. Much more than what you earn and I earn. Politicians, good salary. Whether they produce or don't produce, they don't care. They, the, the money is nice. Then they fly first class. When I travel sometimes, in economy class, then I pass, and there's only one fat lady in, in first class. And oftentimes when I ask, then it's a politician. So they don't buy a ticket that costs 2,000 rand. No, their ticket is 8,000 rand. And they, they, their buttocks can't fit into the economy chairs. So they go sit in the first class. I'm explaining something to you. Now, if the leaders of today, they can see they can't run some, some parts of the country. They can't. The trains are not working. The lights are not working. I think the water plants is not working. What else is not working? Everything is not working in South Africa. But why they won't say, okay, 
Let's give somebody else a chance. Do you know why? Where are they going to get the money from? So now I'm going to tell you something that you didn't know. Somebody told me in this room, but I can't show you who he is because he can get into trouble. His name begins with a C. He told me that the biggest township in South Africa is Soweto. Do you know that? Soweto in Gauteng. They were these people come from. These are my people from Johannesburg. And he told me, this, this brother whose name begins with a C, he told me that more than 50% of all that people in Soweto, they get free electricity. Is anybody else that heard that story? Did anybody hear you heard that story that the people in Soweto get free electricity? You don't know. What do you know? Do you know NATO? You don't know NATO? Hmm. But my, must I tell you why they get free electricity? I'm, I'm explaining something to you. That the, the, what I'm explaining is the love of money is the root of all evil. Do you see now? The politicians tell the people that if you vote for us, we will give you free electricity. Do you see now? Now ESCOM is complaining and say, so Wetu owes us 3.5 billion rand in electricity debt. Then every time the politicians come and say, look, we were negotiating with them. And, and they just tell them, if, you must, if we must pay, we're not going to vote for you. You see, because the votes there is in the multitudinous thousands. All they must do is make a cross so that I can get my 60,000 a month on my fat batok. It's all about money. The love of money is the root of all evil. Now let's bring it to the church. Are you still here? Now, this is the third spirit, evil spirit that operates, the spirit of greed. Because most breakaway churches have their root in money. The evil that enters churches, destroying them and dividing them, also has its root in money. Hmm. Carefully analyze these people who live in anger and rebellion. You will be amazed to find out that almost all those who leave you are money-hungry, covetous men. They may have left accusing you of terrible sins, but actually they are just looking for money. Sadly, many of our decisions are driven by our desperation to have money or to have the control of money. Can you imagine one of my branch pastors? I, I, I planted many branches before COVID hit. So the national branches are still operating, but we pulled all the branches into this mega church now. We're going to go back to branches soon. 
So the pastors here will all be sent out to pastor churches on a Sunday morning, not necessarily here. And one of my pastors, he had a problem. It was another, it was a problem, sexual problem. Yeah. You see, I, in the, initially it looks like this, this, but the root is always in money. And he was pastoring one of my branches. And then one day he did something wrong and I rebuked him. I rebuke people quickly. I like rebuking. And then he was not happy. He came and he said, but he was already not starting not to give money to the church. The tithe was not coming in. So the, one of the first meetings I had with him was the tithe. Why are you not tithing? A few meetings. Oh, no, no, he had this problem, this problem, this problem. Then later it was sexual again. Call him in again. Then one day he did something wrong again and I rebuked him. I said, when I ask you for something, you do it. Don't give me baloney excuses. Do what I ask you to do. Do it now. My father brought me up like that. My father had a saying, ni vanani, no. My father used to tell you, do this, 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 when he leave, and then when he walks out, he says, oh yeah. In ni vanani, no. Like don't say, I'm going to do it later. No, 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 no. Do it now. Leave what you're doing. Do it now. So I, I have that sickness also in me. When I tell you to do something, I want it. When? Now. So I told this pastor, and he got angry. He said, nobody talks to me like that. Then later I discovered this guy. He was probably calculating the money that the branch is taking in. And then the branch sent the money to the headquarters. Because we pay for everything, the renting, blah, blah, blah. And most of my pastors are lay pastors. So we don't know, no quick full time year. We still work for Mr. Mukunam. And then we come work in the church on the weekends. Like, poor tent making ministry. But I think when the guy calculated, <coughs> I don't give my tithe here. And all these Sasa tithes that's here by me, if I keep all the 150s, who will create Sasa now? Who will create Sasa? Pensioner, Sasa pensioner. One nine. So, as a, it's a matter of 190 grand for the cake. Gee, 200 grand. That's mooi, my sister. Yeah, the others play still, but the logistics are not here, so yeah. So he was adding all the 200 rands. I don't deny him, man. My 2,000 plus I come to another. Who come to get the cake to see? Then he broke away and he started his own church. And he went to visit all that members that was with him in the branch. And he took them. But I, I, I anticipated this before. So I sent a young man with him. I said, stay there. Keep watch that guy. I don't, he shows me signs of disloyalty. Stay there. Yeah. And he was aware that I had sent this guy there. He told me, I must you the cocaine. But every time the guy came back and told me, when, 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 when they must do things, then the people say to him, Pastor Chris wants it like this. Then he tells the people, Pastor Chris is not here now, man. Do it like I want it. That's all signs of rebellion and disloyalty, you see. All signs. So the guy was explaining to me. But then eventually I realized this guy 
he won't easily give up this thing because he's now seeing money. You see? Why must we give them money, Dave? I, we can keep the money. And it's a big evil. You see a big church and say, oh, these guys have money now. Pastor's taking A lot of people who come here, they have this phony idea that we have lots of money. But it's not true. I, I could have earned much more in the secular world than I earn in the church. I, I'm not here for money. In Diav Nochal. If you want money, you go to Peru. They buy Pastor Charlie, them that side. Not in Diav. Do you see? It's not about the love of money. It's, here the, it's for ministering for the people. But God will supply. He always does. But never set your heart on money in ministry. You make a big mistake. And many people who don't tithe, you see, a tither, let me tell you something, a tither won't easily leave a church. Telling you the truth. That's why we made you all pay 20 rand for the conference. I don't really, I could have made it free. You know? But I just said, look, if they don't pay for anything, they, they just, ah, was blessed my more about it. But if I made it free, and I said, no, nah, man, this is a Bombay conference. It's a Bombay conference. Keep that thought. Let me tell you something what I was thinking at the back and I forgot to tell you. At places like this, conferences like this, you must allow God to use you. Some people here are very poor. And so when you buy a pie, be like me. Ask the person next to you, do, you, do you want a pie? And the person will say, no, 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 no. no." You say, no, 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 I'll pay for it. So people say no because they don't have money. And they'll scam. You must learn good Christian principles. Then you say, no, 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 I'll pay for your pie. Don't worry. You see? Somebody there at the back was now telling me about a lady that needed something. And I said to him, no, this is your opportunity to say to this lady, you'll pay for it. Because you are a blessed man. You have, you have in your pocket. You see, the early church, the Bible says they sold, those who had lands, they sold it. And they shared with those who didn't have. Yeah, you can't be self. I just bought two or three people sweaters now. I said, do you, have, do you need a sweater? Do you have one? They don't have the hundred and, how much is the sweaters? 130. I said, oh, no problem. 130 times two was what? 260. And then another 130. This, this is a peanuts, man. She can be spurred a and meal eat for thy reality to be Okay, you won't be there because you don't give, but because I'm a giver. There's nothing for me there. I feel so blessed that I could put something on you. So I was just thinking, I must, I must tell you, this is what will happen if you want to prosper. How many of you live is for reality, man? Give for each. 
Bishop Dag said, uh, Bishop Dag said his father was a very rich man. And when his father came to a stall, he said that stall there, a little cup now, donuts. Now there's a line. People are standing in there. He said he learned it from his father and he's the same as his father. Now there's a line in the, in the back of him for the donut. Then the father said to the seller, how much is all this donuts? So there's 200 donuts. And it's, a, it's, 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 make it makkelijk. So it's 10 rand a donut, there's 200 donuts, then it's how much for all the donuts? You're relatively wiskundig geslagen. 200 donuts, 10 rand a donut, how much is it all for all the, how much is it for all? 2,000. You don't have to worry about me, I'm going to tell you, I don't know how much I'm going to tell you. 2,000. Yeah, make it a run. Okay, make it a run. 200 donuts, one run each. How much is all the donuts? 200 rand. Then the father, his father would say, I give me all. Then the line, the bank is saying, go home, go home, go home, go home. We're taking everything. He said, so he grew up with his mind, you know. And I watched him. I was very blessed to be with, close to Bishop. I was very blessed to sit with him in restaurants and stuff. And I see he's, he's, he's not, if you don't love money, if you don't love money, you give it away easily. But if you love it, you're always looking. You can ask my wife. My wife is always saying, Die pers van jou is altijd leeg. Sê, sê, skel me. I never have cash. Because if I have it, I give it away. Yeah. Said, just give all. So I, I saw that. I saw that. So with him, then is the restaurant, then we eat, and he say, Bek, moet nie vir my die twee, bring me a buck. Like we were eating bacon once, and he said, I don't like this. Tell the chef I want mine like this, this. And now give me a big bowl. It tastes so to but I like and that's When you have excess, when you have money, when God blesses you, you should start to share. You don't think about yourself only. So this is nice. Tomorrow there's another day conference. You're at the back. Please listen to me. Don't just it's not just about loyalty. I'm teaching you small things as a Christian. Bless somebody. Just bless somebody, brother. Would you like a packet of chips? Are you hungry? And they can machine be leg You can see on people's faces. Die like honger, ja. Of hulle kijk die paisie van die kool af, maar hulle het die geld. Bye, 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 bye. I tell you, you will be, you will be better than blessed. I, I pay for people that I don't know. If, if ever I'm in a shop and you stand in front of me and you don't have enough money, it's your lucky day. And I'm not boasting about it. It's just nice to have power to help somebody. You see, that's why the Bible says, you that have, that have to help and you don't, it's a sin. Yeah. You that can help and you don't, it's a sin. If you want to hoard money, it will never come to you. There's a scripture in Proverbs that talks about the closed hand. He, he that keeps his hands closed, he will, ne- he will lack. But he that giveth away, 
he will never lack. Create for us on Proverbs, as I man of Create. He, he that, Jason always gave me that nice scripture. He that keeps his, he that withholdeth, he that withholds, will come to poverty. But he that opens his hand, he will always have. He cannot no cry. Sickle big, he can't say Bible. Amen. All right, so we're talking about the root of all evil. And how this pastor, sometimes the breakaways and the runaways from churches is to take money. They see money. And they also think, you calculate your tithe, you say, hey, 2,000 rand is by If I'm the pastor, that money can must come to me. It's a bad way of thinking. So I, I, I realize a lot of leavers. Where's Deirdre? Ross. Yeah. She will tell you she's my finance director. When people leave, one of, one of the questions I always ask her, was that a tither? Sister Nancy will never believe. Most of them will leave. Most, 99% are not tithers. You see, they love money too much. And they never invested anything of their life and savings into the church. That's why it's easy to go. Dr. Paul Yonkicho, David Yonkicho, the man that just died like two years ago. He had the biggest church in the world in South Korea. I visited there by God's grace. He gives this testimony in one of his books. He said a sister had sent him a resignation letter. The sister was offended of something that happened in the church. And she sent him a resignation letter. And he didn't want the sister to go, you know. So he called her into his office. And he, he told the, uh, the accountant, bring the books. Because it was, a, it was a good tie. It was a tither. Yes. Then he opened the books and he told the sister, do you really want to leave? Look at the years of your investment. Then they went through the books the last month, the month before, the year before. Regularly she had given to the church and they calculated the amount. And when she realized, yay, you could not buy for the cake. They said, oh, Pastor, cancel the resignation. Cancel, cancel, cancel. I've invested too much in the church. Yeah. But people who easily leave, they are selfish people. They don't want to give money, they don't want to invest in anything. They will become nothing. Number, put it in the King James, man. King James is nicer. There is there. That's how I like it. Yes. Scattereth. Increaseth. There is, there is he that scattereth. In other words, you're giving away. Scattereth. And you increaseth. See? And there is that withholden. Ah! Withholdeth. More than is meat, but it tendeth to poverty. Do you have NIV? NIV? Huh? Let's see. One man gives freely, yet gains even more. Another world holds unduly, you see, but comes to poverty. Wow. I think the Lord wants me to take an offering now. I forgot to take offerings, but the Holy Spirit is reminding me. Now is the chance to let them give something. You see, you are so as you are so 
Listen here, Bishop Daggy with Mills, he asked me if I can host a GTW conference for him. Cape Town, some years ago. 2016, is it? And I looked for a nice enough venue that has everything that he needs. A place where he can go between the preaching, relax, relax, and prepare for the next session. A place where the people can eat, the guests I had. And, I, and the only place I got was Lighthouse Church in Peru. Not too far. It has many rooms, many dorms. And they gave me a bull, a bull invoice. <laughs> As I can have Something like 35,000 rand a day. And they told me they brought down the places the cheapest they can give. But because I love my bishop and I know the value of the teachings, I said, give me three days. I paid that money. I paid that money. And when bishop heard it, he also, I heard him tell somebody, these people have charged too much for this building. But nevertheless, he didn't. He can come. Bishop Dag is a multi-millionaire. He can cover it. But you see, there's certain principles you must learn. And while I was sitting in the front of that meeting, he was walking and preaching. I'm still waiting for you guys to get that clip. You must get it. And then suddenly he passed me by and he, said, and he stopped. He said, Pastor Chris, write down what I'm saying to you now. Write it down now. I never had a pen. I struggled. But I knew my people will, will write it down. He said, poverty will never be associated with you ever. I said, I receive it. And as I walk in front of you, I'm not poor. I can buy you a pie if you're hungry. I buy you a pie and you a pie and you a pie. Steak and kidney? Pepper steak? Right out of hand? Pepper steak. Now I got to feel pies, but I can't even you. Now for you can. Never. And I believe the prophetic word. I believe it. So I, I don't, I don't lack. Yes, yes. Because of the, uh, that's that thing, that, that one man gives freely, you see. And he, he was made aware. Listen, listen. People that are great leaders like Bishop and like myself, we, I know everything that happens on this property. Every square meter, there's nothing here that I don't know what's going on. So a man like him is greater, far greater than me. Don't you think he knows everything that is going on? Yeah. So he must have heard the arrangements and everything. And that, then the Lord spoke to him and said, because of this thing that you have done. He didn't say that words, but I know he's saying to me, because of this thing that you have done, you will never be poor. Never. So people don't know, you know, here's a lot of people here. They've got Bishop Dags posters in their, in their offices. And, but they don't have the access that I have. Yeah, you can have a photo. That, that, that says nothing. 
access. And many of you must appreciate access. You see, you must, tomorrow I want to speak about familiarity. You must never become familiar with your pastor and think because I can see him any day, he's every day here, yeah, 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 he's just normal. He's a normal human being, but he's also a man of God. And, and, and if you get access, you're still laughing with the same joke? I made that joke a long time. <laughs> Brother, you won't be offended now. I just made a joke, man. Allah laughed over a pie joke. He said, yellow. I said, Pastor Lenza, man, sir. Yeah, I said, can you yell at me? That is the answer, man, sir, bro. Allah got you on. Greed, I'm talking about greed. Disloyalty and greed, the spirit of greed. You want something that is not yours. So the, the, the people who ask the money, they actually want the position of the pastor. If I can also be the pastor, I can show you. Bishop Dad said, there's a guy who show, told him, uh, I'll show you church growth in six months. Broke away from him, stole the church, took the members, and he said this word, I'll show you church growth in six months. They say they're still waiting. It's six years. They haven't seen the growth. Because you think it's easy. You see? You think it's easy. And you want that position. You want that position. You want that. I thank God for my associates. Pastor Charlie and Pastor Robin. And you know what helped me a lot with these two helpers? I took them with me everywhere I go. So when I learned about loyalty and disloyalty, they were always there. Yeah. I can tell you secrets that you won't believe. You know, we are a board of bishops, members. We're about almost 80 on the board. I'm sure some of those board members, bishop has to think a lot about who they are. But my associates, he knows their, na he knows their names. Do you see now? Because I, they grew with me in the ministry. Been years since we started. So you can be rich. We now, in our church now, we never had lawyers and doctors. Now we're having few lawyers here. Virgil will be a lawyer soon, isn't it? Yeah. The criminal lawyer or what? Because those people need a lot of criminal law. Let's go bailio police tasi. And then a doctor, we have a doctor also here now. I'm saying that to tell you, you can have what? Degree to come here now. Or what job you can have a profession. You think I will now suddenly make you in charge above those loyal members that were with me here all the years? You must be joking, part three. <laughs> you must be joking. Because it's not in. I'm not after money. No. No, that's not how to do ministry. One day, one of my uh, orangus left here. He was also a lady that was in my finance department. You must never let people work with the church money that don't tithe. That's a rule number one. Non-tithers mustn't touch the church money because they are thieves. 
They steal from God, according to Malachi 3. Will a man rob God? How did you rob? How did I rob you, Lord? You didn't give the tithe. You were a robber. Oh, a God robber. So my friend, Pastor Dampis, he said, Zeit must for God rob. He said, every time the people come to him, he said, Pastor Dampis, he mentioned my phone up. He says, Recht, Zeit must for God rover. So the year that I'm not a rover, I'm still by you to roof. Ze bitte jou tiendes nou na my toe bring of hy gaat nog rovers vir jou kom haal. <laughs> it's, it's not, it's not, no money doesn't control our thinking. God is the principles that we work by. A man must be found faithful. Right. But people who leave is often about money. You know? It's the spirit of greed. Number four. Are you still here? Jason. Sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Where is there such a scripture in the Bible about the love of money? Second Kings five twenty seven. The leprosy of Naaman will cleave to thee and to thy seed forever. This is the curse on Gahasi. Gahasi is a pastor who lost his ministry because he had a desire for money. Do you remember when Naaman was supposed to be healed by the prophet Elijah? Then he, Elijah said, Elijah said, Elijah said to Gahasi, Naaman, tap into the pool seven times. But don't, I don't want your money because he came with a lot of gifts. He said, no, 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 God said I mustn't take money. Then, then Naaman left with all the gifts on the donkeys. But the assistant pastor, Gahasi, his eyes saw the gifts. He said, hey. Then he, 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 he went after the man, Naaman, and his two men. He said, listen, my master said he got a visitor now when you left. And maybe you must give some of the stuff. Greedy for money. But when he came back, the Lord already spoke to Elijah. Yeah, uh, last night I told you a sparrow will bring the word to the pastor. Don't, don't speak behind my back. A sparrow will carry the word to my bedchamber. When he came in, the skahasi, Elijah said, why did you run after Naaman for the, for the money? And he cursed him with a terrible curse. He said, may the leprosy of Naaman now cling to you. Because of your desert. Second Kings 5 20. The leprosy therefore of Naaman shall cleave unto thee and unto thy seed forever. Not just him, not just him. There will be someone in his family that always will have leprosy forever. I want to tell you something about curses. Sometimes you pray for sick people, they can't get healed. The Lord's work is sovereign. <clears throat> but you see, you must never forget these things. This, this is a curse to generations. They come on healing lane, star, oh brother. They come on you with fish olie bedek, sister. Die vloek is oor jou opa, groot sê, sy opa, sy anti uitgespreek. May they be in the... Next generations. 
I think it was at Joab that they said, may there never be anyone in your family that's not crippled or leaning on a staff. Yeah, in the next, for the following generations, there shall always be someone. Yeah. So sometimes you seek to what they at Comfan Feraf. Take that mental sickness. Mental sickness is also hereditary. As iman in the family, that's a copy like a Now that na jou toe gekom. Jou man sikkel met jou. Jou vrou sikkel ook met jou. Maar as ons kyk in die familie as die nida. And that thing is a lot amongst the, I don't know tribes, I don't want to be tribal, but amongst the colored people is baie diding. In Steenburg there was a young a man who was standing on the roof of one of the houses and he bit the chicken's head off. Ah! And the blood comes on his cow buster. Crazy people. Southern suburbs. You mustn't go there. The Pastor Robin lives. Hey! Oh, let me rush. I have much to say. Money is the root of all breakaways. The desire for money is evil. Amen. Don't have the spirit of greed. Now the independent spirit, number four. The independent spirit operates in those who live in rebellion. The independent spirit. And this is found in Luke 15 verse 11, the story of the prodigal son. And he said a certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. There are people who only think of how they may become independent. Listen carefully. We believe in independence, but not all independence is good. And this is a main problem in the church, this thing of independence. Because cancer is the growth of a particular cell that grows independent of the other cells. Are you with me? Yes. A cell grows without being connected and it grows so big it destroys the cells around it. It's like one part of the body is going to destroy the rest of the body. Like when you have, when you have in the breast, cancer in the breast. What is it called? This is a scientist. Yeah, so there's a, a name that says apoptosis in which the cells are programmed to die. But with cancer, apoptosis doesn't work because there's an enzyme that blocks that function. So it keeps formulating and it keeps growing. So cells keep reproducing when it's supposed to die. Say it, amen. So in certain areas of the body, that can happen where a certain region of cells just keep growing, keep growing. So you get cancer, sometimes on ladies on the breast, cancer in the brain. Cancer, maybe you get lumps, it forms lumps because the cells keep growing in that specific. That those cells are working independently of the other parts of the body anatomy and it kills you. That's the danger of independent people. The pastor says, we all will come here at seven o'clock. You say, Wachman, 
Ikum suma itu kelokaan kelup. Lada le ista kelaseng. Ayi berjil batu falseng lada iklama kekane. Mai ura kane yalte dai kabler fatih. Ayi sedun mati yalte susah repakustan. The worship team is wearing blue. Now you see blue, 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 white and blue. Kat sairan wat an. Ek wil uitstaan, maar sy sê nie vir jou nie. Is a independent spirit. Spirito independiente. Spanish. Spanish. Sy spirito is spirito spirito independiente. It's in it's in English. It's called an independent spirit. They really same man. They do no other thing. We will have our own selves on a Tuesday. They say, "No, man, I can't be busy for ourselves. I'm too busy for ourselves. I can't even do a deep program falling." Pastor say we coming here on Saturday mornings to clean the church, to build this building. So he said, wach man, I work a whole week on air conditioners. I'm tired. These are for small boys to pack the chairs, small boys. I will come in the afternoon when it's lunchtime. Esperanto? Independiente, Spanish, adios amigo. Father, give me my goods. I want to leave now. Now, there is a form of independence that is good and proper, but premature independence will kill you. A baby is destined, designed by God, to lie in the mother's womb for nine months. Imagine that baby says in that womb, I don't want to be in here. Two months. I also want to see what's going on outside. Do you see now? So there are two babies, and the one with the independiente spiritus. He said, hey, dark in here, man. <laughs> I want to see the light. Mama is alone seeing nice things. Mama can just decide where to go. I also want to decide where to go. Everywhere mama walks, I must also go work in this pouch, in this darkness. I want to see the world. I want to make my own decision. Mama keep eating purity because I'll duck for me purity. I want McDonald's. Then the baby pushes out two months, three months before the time. Can't survive. Can't survive because you were not meant, you're not strong enough, brother, sister, to be independent. You must still be tied to the umbilical cord of your spiritual father and your spiritual mother. 
So we have a lot of people here at BMI. The church is, normally with a big church like this, you'll get that. A lot of independent spirits. They're not really part of the work. Are you with me? But that's not as dangerous as somebody in the leadership that has an independent spirit. It's the spirit of cancer. Maybe it's the most deadliest form of rebellion found in people who have that spirit. And they cause great confusion in churches. They cause confusion and uncertainty in the body. Forgive. Independence that dishonors parents. You can't acquire your independence without giving due honor to your parents. A child who walks away from his parents in anger and rebellion is setting himself up for destruction. A child who despises the home which raised him up will be destroyed. A child who becomes independent and forgets how he was cared for and loved dishonors his parents. It's called an evil independence. Yes. It leads to an evil. Praise God. Now, number five. Are you still there? The spirit of foolishness operates in those who live in rebellion. May you never live in rebellion in Jesus' name. Amen. Some people leave because they are afflicted with the spirit of foolishness. Foolishness is the opposite of wisdom. When you take unwise decisions, that leads to your desolation and to your poverty. That's the hallmarks of a fool. A fool's wisdom fails him. Hmm. Why must you take a decision that will destroy your life? It's because you don't believe what we are teaching you will come to pass. You see, you think, ah, these are threats. Pastor Chris is making threats. You, 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 the Bible is filled with examples of rebels who ended up badly. Full. But you think, you think that it won't happen to you. The Bible is a mirror for you to see what happens to people who do something like you do. And the, and, the, and the proverb of Solomon says very clearly, there's nothing new under the sun, nothing. The same thing that was is this thing that will be, yes. So what happened to all the rebels, to, 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 to Judas, to Absalom, Ahithophel, all these evil men will happen to you. Lucifer was the first one. He was kicked out. Judas hanged himself. Ahithophel was cut. Absalom was caught in a tree. He died. The rebellion doesn't work. I know a young man who was in his father's house and he got irritated with his father. And he kept saying, the He left his father's house early. Prematurely. There was no reason. There was a room for him to stay. But he left early. Married a beautiful woman. True story. A nice, beautiful child. Not long. 
his home, <coughs> his whole life started crumbling. His wife left him. Kids abandoned him. <coughs> Got another girlfriend. <coughs> Sorry, didn't work. Tried a third girlfriend, didn't work. Life's a mess. And if you, if, you, if you understand these things that I'm teaching, you can trace back where the man made the mistake. His foolish decision-making. The destruction will be the proof of your, of your wisdom. Your destruction will be the proof of your wisdom. Your wisdom is foolishness. The spirit of foolishness. Many people take foolish decisions which destroy them. Have you wondered why people take drugs? <laughs> you can show them a picture of a drug addict, what they're going to look like. They still take a foolish decision. I, I always get uh, confused with church people who grow up in the church and still want this. Is they, they, they have the spirit of Diamas. Paul said, Diamas forsook me because he loved this present world. A Christian with a cigarette rook. I can understand. I can understand if you come from outside with a cigarette problem, we, we, we're going to change you. Was very copy you. Or sit nog oli and goed in jou, heren gaan jou. Maar as a jiefel afkom, that one I don't understand. I don't understand. It's a foolish decision and it will destroy you. Foolishness and stubbornness are sisters. A foolish person is usually a stubborn and unyielding person. And a fool's reaction to advice will give him away. In actual fact, a fool will hate you for giving him sound advice. And this is the cardinal feature of the spirit of foolishness. I require for you as I for my Are you still here? Are you listening? Many people must have spoken to the prodigal son. Said, "Don't leave your father's house now." But he took a foolish decision until he came to the pigsty. Then he spoke to himself and said, "Naima, naima." I made a stupid decision. Now people who leave, they always find themselves in the pigsty. But they will not be the, they will not have the humility of the prodigal son to say, yeah, let me rather go back to my father's house. Very few people will have that humility. You can say, what about the prodigal son? At least the boy said, I'm going to humble myself. I'm going to go back to my father and say, Father, Pastor Pastor Stan, I'm sorry I have sinned before heaven and before earth. Please forgive me. Let me just be like one of your servants. Let me work at the back and pack the chairs again. They don't get such people in Delft, not in Delft. No, don't think poverty, poverty is humility. Don't make a mistake. Poverty is not humility. No, no, no. The poorest people can be the proudest people. Because it will take a humble person to come and say, Pastor, please forgive me. Where's Christina's not here? She was one of the few that ever did that. You know? But she didn't live in rebellion. She just, she, she, she wanted a husband. So she ran after a, a, an apostle. But then she said, no, it's not a real apostle. It's an apple stock. She, she heard wrong. 
apostle, it was an apple stocky. What apostle? So she came back and she said to me, Pastor Chris, I made a mistake, man. I should never have lived here. I was surprised. This old lady, big lady. Yeah? Because when she was with this apostle, they called her first lady. Now it's nice to be called first lady, you see. So they tease her today. They tease her about the first lady story. But I admire her for that humility. I've not seen it often. Pastor, I'm sorry. We have a song here in our church, in our songbook, um, Yim 157. It says, sorry seems to be the hardest word. Yeah. So sad, so sad. It's a sad, sad situation. And it's getting more and more absurd. It's sad, so sad. It's a sad, sad situation. And it's getting more and more absurd. Sorry seems to be, sorry seems to be the hardest word. Elton John is a muffie. <laughs> but a lot of the stuff he wrote was, 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 was true. Do you often hear people say sorry? Do you, have you often heard people, that word sorry? You know why? It seems to be the hardest word. The prodigal son said sorry. Listen, before you leave, you are all part of churches, no? One day a foolish spirit will come on you and you will leave your church prematurely. You should not have left. Will you have the humility to come and say, Pastor, I'm sorry. It's few, few, very few. Sorry seems to be the hardest word. It's a sad, sad situation. Why can't we talk it over? You know, a good father will never reject people. You know? Yesterday I said to them, there's a pastor who left here in the rebellion, and my pastors who went around to churches, they invited him. I said, if he had come here, I would have told him, tell him to go. He can't sit in this conference. I said, but pastor, as I'm at you, uh -uh. he must first come say, he must first come say, because if I just say, okay, sit ma, what lesson am I teaching my faithful members that stayed with me? What, what lesson? And they can make what they will, they can't be a cost So he say, make you late. You make you late, safer. We are teaching lessons. You don't just do what you want to. You just don't be rebellious and then you want to just come. Oh, no, 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 no. But anybody who comes back to say, sorry, I will receive you. I will receive you. But it's so hard. So hard to humble yourself. It's hard. Bishop Dag says he left. <coughs> he broke away with the church in the beginning. 
of his ministry. Yeah, he writes these books, but he also made the mistake. Then the Lord taught him. And he went back and he went to say sorry. He said they can take the church, whatever they, but he realized he did it the wrong way. And they said, no, no, we don't want the church. You can go on. We forgive you. Just one thing we want. Let us come preach one day in your church. He said, oh, no, anytime, come tomorrow, you can come tomorrow. He was so happy that they weren't going to take his members away. Calvary Road Incorporated. That's when the Lord told him, this is not how you start a church. Not when you come from another man's church. And this is not how you leave. Must go back. I learned many valuable lessons from that story. That's why wherever I come from, I've still, I still have my relationships. In, 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 I can still go back to those churches. Yes, I can. And those churches have invited me to preach for them. Yes. Because it's not how you do things. Amen. Oh, let me rush. Let me rush before the sun goes down. Hallelujah. The spirit of foolishness. You hate advice because you hate your counselor. If you cut out godly advice from your life, you shut the door to great opportunities and blessings. Amen. Another evil spirit is the spirit of selfishness that operates in those that live in rebellion. You become selfish, 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 selfish. Selfish. You become selfish. Uh, you know, when the prodigal son left, there must have been rumors in the city. Did you hear? The one boy left his father's house. I wonder what is wrong there. Maybe the two sons are from different mothers, they say. I hear the families breaking up and a lot of gossip and it's embarrassing for the father. Maybe they said the father is a difficult man to live with. So the prodigal son left. He didn't care what gossip was going to happen to his family. He was selfish. He just wanted to enjoy his life. He didn't mind if people had a bad impression about the pastor or the father. And this is the selfish attitude that can be found in many leavers. I, they don't care what they will say, what people will say about the church. Especially if you are a leader in a top rank. If you leave, there will be many questions. Why did you leave? <coughs> I'm selfish. I don't care what they say about the church. Amen. Selfishness. Now, number seven, the spirit of deception. I'm almost finished. The spirit of deception operates in those who live in rebellion. Hey, you are deceived. In Revelation 20, verse 7, it says, And when the thousand years are expired, Satan shall be loosed out of his prison and shall go out to deceive the nations which are in the four quarters of the earth to gather them to battle. You see, many conflicts have an evil spirit behind them. The spirit of Satan is the spirit that gathers the people of God to fight with one another. Are you listening? You will notice from the scripture that as soon as Satan was released from prison, he gathered people to fight and to kill each other. And the Satan makes people fight each other in the church through deception. <coughs> he makes you turn against one another. I'm always trying to make everybody understand that we're one big family. And in all your churches, you have a family. So you must not see your pastor just as a man that's coming to preach or teach. He's your father to you. 
and you're all children. And, the, and your brothers and sisters, you might not like them, and they might have their dirty manners, but you're still a family. Hallelujah. But the spirit of deception will turn you against each other. But when the Holy Spirit is in you, glory to God, you will not turn away against your father and your brothers. Amen. But when the spirit of Satan operates in you, you will do battle with your fathers and brothers in the ministry. Be careful for the spirit of deception because it makes you fight one another. <coughs> Whenever you feel there's a quarrel in the church, this group against that group, this sister against that sister, Paul wrote and he said, I applaud you to say and sent say to stop quarreling. They used to yap me so nice in the ministry. Now it has come to my ears that there's a fight between them. Stop it, Paul said. Stop it, please. This is not godly. Amen. Look, in the church, we can't all have the same gifts. The Bible says he gave gifts unto men. There are different diversities of gifts by the same spirit. Some can sing nice, others don't have that voice. Amen. Yeah, we can put you in the choir, we put you behind at the back where the mic is far from you, but you mustn't be angry because the lady in front, maybe God gave her that little gift, a little nicer voice. Do you see? We have here children who dance, they have no rhythm. We try to accommodate you, but you see, you must be open. Don't be offended. Maybe you'll be better to greet people, to usher people, to pastor, group. There's different gifts. But be careful when you start fighting one another in the church. Satan wants to break up the church. It's my main thrust of my, my message. Don't get involved in these breakups. Don't get involved in division. God is building his church. Hallelujah. And the gates of hell shall not be shall not prevail against it. Number eight, number eight, we're almost done. The spirit of ungratefulness operates in people who live in rebellion. There's evil spirits in people who live. Lucifer was the first lever. People are ungrateful. Yesterday I said people forget where they come from. Proverbs 17, 13, put it in the NLT, look at the scripture. The scripture says, if you repay good with evil, evil will never leave your house. I have many people that I nurtured from many years ago that suddenly, because of deception and disloyalty, they don't know the devil entered them. Yeah. The devil entered Judas, the Bible said, and he ran out and it was night. The devil can enter you. And especially if you're not listening to the voice of your shepherd. That's why we encourage Listen to my podcast. Listen, let my voice be speaking to you. Because there's another voice that's going to come to you like the voice that came in the garden to turn Eve against Adam and Adam against Eve and they lost the beauty of what God gave them because they listened to a third voice. You must be careful of the third voice. Yeah, there mustn't be a third voice. I mean, God came to walk with them every four o'clock in the afternoon in the cool of the day. And this serpent came out of nowhere. Just for a few seconds, he spoke to Eve. And she lost everything because he gave her ears. The Bible says there are many voices and none of them are without significance. Don't think somebody. That's why this loyalty works by somebody just easily gossiping into your ear. 
something small. That's why we encourage you, don't be friends with people who leave the church in rebellion. Don't play with snakes. Because when you sit with that person, that person didn't leave here because she liked it here. Hello? Why do people leave a place if it's nice? They leave because they don't find it nice. And the more you're going to sit with them, they're going to explain to you why they don't like it here. And because you are so ignorant, you're also going to think, Hi, my maskin is dik in the pen. I had it nog al eens so gezien, eh? Kijk hoe mijn koffers pas te kruis met die mensen. Hij is misschien nodig. You see, now the snake, the poison is now filtering you. Now you say, ach, ik ga ook maar terugkijken toe. Suddenly you start to sit in the third row, then in the fourth row, then at the back, then you start to fold your arms with the spirit of passivity, then you also become critical, but it was that poison. Listen, one day I had a huge orangu in my church. Huge orangu. Dangerous. It was about money. It was a, actually a family member. <clears throat> was after money. And she deceived a lot of people by saying, it's not money, it's this, this, this. But later on, we, like I said with Adolf Hitler, only later you discovered this was an evil man. Later we discovered she was orchestrating everything to get money. <clears throat> and as she was starting a rebellion, she went to many people's homes. And she avoided other people's homes. Do you know whose, whose homes she avoided? She avoided the homes of those she knew would go straight to the pastor to tell him that she came. But she went to those that she knew was a little... You see, Satan knows. He knows you. He knows, he knows your loyalty. And he knows your coldness and your lukewarmness. So he, she, she, this woman came to about seven homes. I tell you not the word of a lie. Maybe over a, a period of three, four years, all those people that she visited, they're no longer in this church. And even they said to her, no, 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 we're not going to go with you, we're not going to go with you. But the mere fact that the poison came into the house, that poison lingered there. The last one just left about a year ago, two years ago. Everybody she visited. There was one lady who shut the door. One lady shut the door and said, she come here and me, Will you worry, worry. Sorry, give me water. She came to, to badmouth or to show some scriptures that she discovered in the Bible that we don't understand correctly according to her, according to God. So, this lady blocked her. And that's the only lady that still stays in this church today. The lady who didn't let her over the, you know, the threshold. The drumpel van die dier. Daar was jou vrou eindelijk met oog gedraar het. Maar die dier was te nou en die dier al sê, toe kan jylle nie in nie. That door. She. And I told, I told my leaders, you must not play with Satan. Don't think this is a joke what I'm saying to you. The devil is after you, but generally is after the destruction of the church. So now he works like this, you see. One disgruntled lever, a lever, comes to you, ungrateful lever. 
and he starts to spew his poison. And because you gave your ear, you see, when that serpent came, the Bible says clearly, listen, ladies, ladies, let me just get into your crowd before we close this meeting. He says, the woman was deceived, the man was not deceived. This serpent didn't come to Adam because Adam was a man of authority, you see. But the woman, the soft woman, the emotional woman, he came to her and he said, listen, I just want to talk to you. She should have done the right thing. She should have said, uh-uh. She didn't do that. He enticed her and he deceived her. Then she told Adam, Adam, this apple, whatever that fruit was, we can eat it. Adam said, no, but God said, you, we can't. No, Adam, it's nice. I tell you, eat it. No, said Adam. God said this, we must eat all the fruit, but not this fruit. Adam, don't you love me? Adam. Oh, Adam. Don't you need me? And she manipulated the relationship. And she was crying. She said, I won't sleep with you. I don't feel emotionally prepared. And Adam thought, I will not sleep with eat. And that was the end of Adam. Spiritual treason and manipulation took place in the garden. That thing is still happening today in this world. And many ladies are the, some of the primary reasons why. Are, look, men generally are just like they are. I'll tell you the truth. Women are very emotional. So when a woman has an issue with the church and she leaves, the chances are the husband. I've got so many husbands whose wives had issues. And I told them, no, 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 Pastor, Pastor, Ek. Hmm. Pastor, can you me? Ek, let me tell you a girl. They have all left the church. Because the woman manipulates them, you see. You don't give me my way, I punish you. So, Sally, cry what they will Adam made that mistake. Abraham made that mistake. You know, Shara told him, go sleep with the, my, my, my maid, Ega. Yeah, and he, he brought forth an Arab that is still attacking Israel up till today. Ishmael, big mistake. Yeah, he didn't rebuke her. All these things, yeah. Manipulation, only Job rebuked his wife. He said, you foolish, foolish woman. Only Job. But this, the poisonous voice, I'm talking about the voice that comes into the ears. You must be careful. Don't allow leavers to come sit in your lounge. Don't give them tea. Don't open the door for them. If they have left in rebellion, 
because you're going to ask them, and I couldn't get to this, the unspoken words. You're going to eventually you're going to say, but why did you leave? Uh huh. Okay, come on, Then the poison comes. Yes, you had no problem with the church, but because you sat with a disgruntled member, the poison affected you, and not long. Listen to my story of that seven families that is gone. I warn the people, don't open doors to leavers. Leavers carry a deadly poison. You think it looks innocent. You see that serpent that spoke to Eve? He didn't look dangerous. He was colorful. The Bible says, nice. Hmm. They lost the garden. They lost all the beauty that they would have had because of that deception and their delusions. Mercy, say mercy. People who live or possess with a spirit of ingratitude, they do not remember the many things that have been done for them over the years. They are ungrateful. Hmm. Actually, they don't think anything has been done for them. But if they remember what was done for them, they will act differently, isn't it? Yes, some children when they grow up, they don't know what their parents do to make them have a good life. Never repay evil to somebody who has been good to you. If it's your pastor, your mother, your father, your stepmother, your stepfather, or whoever. Amen. Jeremiah suffered at the hands of ungrateful people. Jeremiah asked whether evil was the reward for doing good. He complained to God that his church members had dug a pit for his soul. He said in Jeremiah 18.20, Shall evil be recompensed for good? My word. My Lord. You just do good for people. Jesus asked them in John 10.32, Many good works have I done. For what do you stone me? There's nobody in my church that can say I borrowed money from them. Nobody. Nobody can say, I borrowed a car from them to go on holiday or anything like that. Nothing. I only did good. I took no money from people. The only money people gave to the church is their tithes and their offerings. But personally for me, nothing. If they gave me something, it was out of a free will, like a pastor is an honorary gift. But I never borrowed money, not from pastors, not from anyone. See, now people don't see the good you've done for them. All of you, your pastors have just done good to you, really. Pastors have more stress because of their family suffering because they're caring for other people's children. Then they get what we call the spirit of ingratitude. Eish. So many young people came and met their wives in this church. And they leave, they marry. They don't even invite the pastor to the wedding. That was the reason how they met. I had to remind many times, where did you meet your wife? He says, oh, in the church. I said, oh, what church? My church. The church I started. The building I rented. To have that nice girl, girl said, and you came there and you met her. You married. I don't, in gratitude, they don't think of it. They don't think of it at all. Because if it wasn't for the church, you wouldn't have met your partner. You wouldn't have had the liberty to marry someone because your mother wouldn't have known that person. Must never forget it. Paul said, you owe me your very life. You owe me your very life. He wrote to the, he wrote to the churches. said, you don't just owe me any, but your very lives. You owe it to me. 
Hallelujah. The spirit of ingratitude. For which works do you stone me? Jesus said, you want to throw me with stones? I just did good to you, man. Why do you want to stone me? Did I borrow something from you? Hmm. The spirit of pride. Second last point. The spirit of pride operates in those who live in rebellion. This was Lucifer. His heart was lifted up. His heart was lifted up. Ezekiel 28, 16 and 18. Ezekiel 28, please. 16. Verse 17. Your heart was filled with pride because of all your beauty. Your wisdom was corrupted by your love of splendor. So I threw you to the ground and exposed you to the curious gaze of kings. You see, God, God kicked Lucifer out. He didn't play with him. Amen. But pride is the problem. Pride is the problem. <clears throat> when people are proud, they say, I don't need you and, I, and you don't need me. But it's not so. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The spirit of wickedness, number 10. The spirit of wickedness operates in those who leave. The spirit of wickedness. The spirit of wickedness. Hmm. Let me just close with this too. Let me read you some of this. It's powerful. The spirit of wickedness. Second Samuel 15, 31. David said, and, and one told David, Ahithophel is among the conspirators with Absalom. And David said, Oh Lord, I pray thee, turn the counsel of Ahithophel into foolishness. Ahithophel was... First, a counselor and friend of David, but he turned against him and offered to lead an army of 12,000 men to assassinate his old friend. Look, if you don't learn lessons from the Bible on loyalty and disloyalty, then you are a fool. Why did God write these stories of conspiracy, backstabbing? It's all in the Bible. Ahithophel was a friend of David. Now he turns against David. It's a betrayal. And he wanted 12,000 men to kill him. When someone moves against you in a way that will destroy you and everything that you stand for, that person is anointed with the spirit of wickedness. You know, there's people that was nurtured under me. That people, when they leave, they pass by the church. Oftentimes, they count the cars. They are hoping that the car's numbers go down. Because in their heart, in their wicked hearts, they want this church to crash and fall apart. So that their point is proven. Listen, I am a disappointment to many Orangos. Because the Orango wants to prove a point, that the, the lever wants to prove a point and say, that past is evil, is wicked. You're going to see the church won't work. This building is a big embarrassment to many Orangus. Because this, this was not supposed to be in their plans. I was supposed to be a failure. Ah. So they drive past, they watch my, my videos on internet, they watch me. And they listen to my sermons. Look, 
I've heard this more than once. People who leave, uh, wherever they go, they can't even tell you what their pastors are preaching, where they are now. But my sermons, they always quote. Are you listening? Yes. I just heard of another person who left, they said, she left pastor, but she, she didn't really leave because she still listens to all your preachings. You have to because, I mean, if Bishop Dag said, that I've nicely explained things. Who are you? Who are you? I've nicely explained it. Yeah. <clears throat> it can only be a spirit of foolishness. Here's a man who went to 39 churches. He joined my church. 39 churches. No, 38 then when he left, I said to him, yeah, I got him on the roadside. I said, yeah, you 39 churches now. It's a record. <laughs> he said, hey, pastor, he laughed, he laughed, he laughed. You know, when I spoke to him, I was jogging. You know, I jog in the evenings. So, so once a month. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> when I spoke to him, I was surprised how he told me, remember that sermon you preached? Remember the sermon you preached? Remember this? And he was, and I even forgot about the things I said. And I realized, you see, they can't tell me anything of where they are now. There's nothing, there's no solid food coming from there. The last meal they talk about was the nice big beans carry they had here by me, by me, by me. Because it was substance I was giving you. But in your foolishness, Let me say that while I'm busy closing, I'm busy, as Vincent Alexander would say, I'm busy landing this plane. I'm landing, so how fast? Moet ik kwaad raak Die zon skeet nog. Hulle sê, stage 9, dat is kom die zon ook wegvat. Stage 9. Ons is nog op stage 6, okay. I'm going to tell you a true story. I'm busy coming to a close. The spirit of wickedness in people. Yes. I once had a problem with one family, one family. We must all listen, you leavers. And I, and I told the family, this is my point, my stance, my point concerning you and concerning this problem. So this family didn't like my stance and they decided to leave. And they wrote me a resignation letter. Now, resignation letters are very short. They always say, we resign from this church with immediate effect. Wow. Like now. With Im- is, it, is that the term we, we always hear? With immediate effect. This letter is on behalf of me, my wife, my children, our cat and our dog. We want nothing to do with BMI. But in the leaving, this family, I'm telling you a true story, they took the simple-minded people. You see, they took the people that used to come and have chicken by their house in the afternoon. Now families, church families normally form bonds. This is not a problem. They form bonds. They invite one another to eat, eat, eat. But now when it comes to the truth, you only have one shepherd. You must listen to your shepherd. 
In the lessons of loyalty, we teach you loyalty will cost you certain things. Yeah. So you, like, you eat chicken boaches by other people's houses. When that people rebel against the church, you must now decide, are you going to go for the chicken boachie or your salvation? Your eternal salvation. But they show hunger for a wuna boachie. Sis, man. So if a couple, you want to preach about Esau, that sold his birthright for a boachie entry because they as after wuna boachies and gebreide attapels. You will leave God and the church because I must show brave at hand. They got some Mistake. These people, I, I challenge that I had a problem with sexual orientation. Let me use English high words so you don't understand what I'm saying. Sexual orientation. The children didn't know if they Arthur or Martha. And I said, listen, this thing is evil in the eyes of God. It's not right. We don't, we don't condemn the children, but the children must know this is not right and it's not allowed here. They must come for prayer. God can heal them. It's a, it's a sin. Preach it. I want to tell you the story. Don't ever forget it. They, they left and they wrote that letter. And then about four families left with them. Four families. Left with them. It was nice. Because this family, entertainment is nice. Loyalty will cost you friendship and relationships. Relationships are not neutral. Who you are with tells me about your character and about your thinking. Let me tell you something now. All that families that left with the people, the sin that they covered up has come to all four families. Yes. So that sexual confusion in the orientation in children is in all the families now. It wasn't there. But when they sided with wickedness, the spirit entered all of them. Some of them have moved into apartments together. When I get them, when I jog once a month, brother, it were. Your daughter blame no somebody. No, a pastor uh, says fair from the work of, and uh, she's far from work, so it's easier for her to live there. And then it's expensive to hire the flat, so the both of them they just rent together. No, it's, it's not that. I also thought it was that pastor, but when I look deeper, I saw no, no, no. It's, it's the people. No, it's not that. All they did. Simple-minded people was to side with evil, and evil put them, and they're paying the price today. They don't know how to go to churches. Where do you put your face now? Satan has destroyed you. Because when we taught you about the principles of loyalty, you made a fool. You played the fool. You played the fool. The spirit of wickedness in those who live. The leaving is to destroy the work, to make people ask questions. Are you listening? Yeah. Reynard Bonker's story is a great story. The great Reynard Bonker. 
He died. I, I watch his videos often. I love him. Greatest evangelist, they say, in the history of Christianity, and I agree. Led millions of people to Christ. But this is how his ministry started. There was a man he used to pray for the sick after he preached. The man was called Miracle Man. You must read his book. And then he said, he used to get Miracle Man in, set up the crusades in, in Limpopo, not Limpopo, Lesotho. Set up and the people sit there. Then after he's finished, Miracle Man comes and Miracle Man prays. Then one day, Miracle Man just left. The morning he said, Miracle Man said, I'm going. I'm, he said, you can't go. I've organized the crusade, the people, the crowds. He said, look, I'm going. He didn't give him a reason. There was some issue. He just left. Then Bonke went to the stage. And he said, Lord, what do I do now? I can only preach. I'm not, I don't pray for the sick. And the Lord said, no, you pray for the sick. This was the start. This was the start of the great miracle ministry of Reinhard Bonke. Then he said he went onto the platform and he pastored and prayed all day, came onto the stage, and then that guy had left everything. He was in trouble. He said, he said look, I'm sorry, the, the miracle man is not here tonight. Yes, but we will, I will pray to God for all of you. you know? And the Holy Spirit said to him, while well, he said, close your eyes, he said the Holy Spirit said to him, pray for the, for the blind and he argued with God. He said, Lord, can't I pray for headaches rather? I mean, you are throwing me now into the deep waters, Lord. I, I, Brian, the Holy Spirit said, don't argue. Pray for the blind. Read it in his book, Plundering Young, Populating Heaven. He said, and then I said, I stood on the platform, and I said, if you are blind, put your hands on your eyes. And he said when he stood there and he started to pray, it's like the Spirit of God came upon him and he found himself shouting from the top of his voice, blind eyes open! Blind eyes open! And he said suddenly heard screams from the crowd, I can see, I can see, I can see! Nine people that were totally blind could see in that first meeting of Reinhard Bonke in Lesotho. He said, after the meeting, one of his associates said to him, sure, miracle man was wrong. He said, what do you mean? Miracle man was wrong. He said, miracle man said, if I leave this guy, he's finished. If I leave this guy, his ministry is finished. If I leave this guy, his ministry is finished, but I must tell you, miracle man was wrong. Say after me, miracle man was wrong. Say miracle man was wrong. People who leave your church, they say to themselves, if I leave this man, he's finished. If I leave this man, he's finished. One pastor's wife said to him, she's going to leave him. And pastor's wives know if they leave the ministry, it's embarrassing for a pastor to be divorced. It affects the ministry and many people will leave. And this woman manipulated this relationship and she knew. She knew. She told him, give me half of the money from the ministry. You see? And then I will just, I, 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 I will just keep quiet so that we don't have this issue. You know? She, she manipulated the position. And then she said, give it to me now because if the announcement comes out that we have divorced, 
there won't be enough money in the bank to give me a good amount. So say it now before any story comes out. And he had to pay half the money to of the settlement of the divorce before the news could come out. In her mind was, if I divorce you, you are finished. And that is, that is the wickedness of people. They don't care if you're not going to have a ministry anymore, if you're not going to have a church anymore, as long as they can prove their point. They want to prove their point. They don't care about the souls that must still be nurtured for. They don't care. It's the spirit of wickedness that operate in people who leave. They want to just go and they want to prove their point. That's why they travel, they come past, they see, hey, wanna ga die kek aan af, jong? Die kek gaat aan die af, jong. You see, every time we have a funeral here, uh, then some of that old orangos, they don't know how, but they have to come here. But they feel very awkward here because this was not part of the plan. As the devil wat nou hier werk of hoe? And then some of my leaders say, we won't let that orangus come. I say, no, 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 no. I want them to come. This time, I want them to see what the Lord has done. Look what the Lord has done. You see, look what the Lord has done. Come and see. Come and see. Come and see. Jesus said, if you don't believe me, and if you don't believe the words I say, then believe the works that you see. Believe the works that you see. You know, ignorance is the biggest problem in disloyalty. Also, mensen are stupid. Sorry, I'm not stupid. They can't see good from bad. The Bible calls it simple-minded people. They lived with Absalom. And when destruction came, they also suffered. Because they love us. Fuck. Do you know fuck? What is fuck? You know Afrikaans is a beautiful language. I can't translate it. But fuck means like you, you, you patched. Gepets. You know gepets? She's not from here. She's a dentist, no? Yeah. If you have problems with your teeth... We have appliers in the storeroom. She will save you. Malaski, play, 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 play. Mark Slate, it's late off. I know you're tired. Are you tired? You see, this, this sitting so long hours, it's a, it's a spiritual thing happening to you. I, I don't know how I can tell you. Long hours of teaching. Is, is this, while Peter yet spake, the spirit fell on the people. Few times as I was walking in, now the Spirit came on me and I have to resist it because the Spirit of God, the Spirit of the Prophet is subject to the Prophet. You can control some of the ways of the Holy Spirit. I said, Lord, I said, I said, Lord not now. I still want to finish my preaching. The Spirit is here. The Holy Spirit is with me. How many points you got? Ten. Say, miracle man was wrong. The gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. The gates of hell shall not prevail. You see, the devil don't stop fighting. 
You see, even now, Bishop Dag, my great father and pastor, he lost his son. His eldest son died. And then there are now some other wicked pastors fighting him in the newspapers. It's, it's, it's a relentless, relentless fighting. Satan wants to destroy the work of God. Then accusations against him. Cult leader, false prophet. They say the same. Look, look. everything they say about pastors was they said about Jesus. They called him the sect. They called the new church, the, the new church that was birthed by Jesus Christ and led by Peter. They called it the sect in the way. The sect in Pem. Paul was, was trying to destroy the sect. A cult. A sect is a cult. You are cult because your people are told to be loyal, not to be friends with disloyal people. That's the sign of a cult. It's not true. It's not true. Don't believe the lies. Mark those who cause division amongst you and separate yourselves from them. That's the scripture. A friend of the world is an enemy of God. Can I ask you a question? If you have a son and your son sits with an enemy that wants to kill you and wants to see you destroyed, will you be happy with your son? This, this evil enemy doesn't like you, wants to see you destroyed, he wants to kill you, but your son goes and drinks tea with him and laughs with him and says, oh, look, look, I've got nothing to do with your issue with my father. My relationship and yours is different. I just like you. Will you be happy with your child? Hello? You ladies, you that fight so, so much in the, in, the, in the townships, will you be happy if your daughter is sitting there by that, that woman's house opposite that has only negative things to say about you? Won't you ask her, what should she do? What should she do with her That means it's for you, man, come here too. But you want to tell us in the church, it's okay if you go sit with friends who hate us, who wants to see us fall. You want to say it's okay to drink tea with people who want to see us fall. Then you're not a daughter and you're not a son of the ministry. You're not. A friend of my enemy is also my enemy. I'm not interested in your nice Facebook sayings. I'll give you the scripture. Mark those. Paul wrote to, to him. He said, Mark those who cause division. Romans, Romans. Mark those who cause division amongst you. Mark those. I make one more appeal, my brothers, as I close. Mark those. Watch out for people who cause divisions and upset people's faith by teaching things contrary to what you have been taught. Say the last part together. Stay away. Say it again. Did I say it? The Bible. You want to be more clever than God? Hello? You want to be more clever than God? Did God negotiate with Satan? What did God do to Lucifer? You want to be cleverer than God. Cleverer. So no, we must love one another. Rubbish. You don't know Satan. You have a lack of understanding <clears throat> of enemy tactics, strategic maneuvers, covert operations to destroy the church. Look, let me tell you something. The devil is after me. Do you know that? The Bible says, smite the shepherd. The sheep will be scattered. 
But the Lord normally sends angels to help the senior pastor. So what is the next maneuver? Those close to the pastor. Attack them. Do you see? Or cause strife between the leaders fighting because a house divided against itself cannot stand. You must, you must think about these things. There must be no such evil amongst you. Paul said, let there be no such evil amongst you. The gift of heaviness is the last point. The last point. It's the, the, sorry, the spirit of heaviness operates in those who live in rebellion. And I'll tell you now what it means. It's a spirit of oppression. You have become suicidal. Hello. The spirit of heaviness. The spirit of heaviness operates in those who leave you. You know, many people suffer from depression. You know what's depression? As you said, as much as you go to say, it's depression. Yeah. Now, the spirit of this suicide operates in people who live. I'll explain it to you now. I'm finishing. Put on the garment of praise, Isaiah 61 verse 3. Put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord. Yes, there is such a thing as the spirit of heaviness. The spirit of heaviness is the spirit of depression. They develop negative thoughts. Their mood is depressed and they have thoughts that tend towards hopelessness. Mm. People who fail to share their fail to share the dark thoughts and questions in their heart, these dark and negative thoughts eventually lead, led them to leave me and even though I love them dearly. Without asking the necessary questions or communicating properly, they resigned and left what was valuable to them. Sometimes these depressed people don't even bother to resign. People with melancholic temperament tend to be subject to this demon. Who of you is melancholic? I can't explain it, there's no time. But melancholic is one of the four temperaments. Melancholics are people that are always need packing things in nice rows and stuff. And, but they suffer from depression more than other temperaments. Depression is a powerful spirit and leads people to commit suicide. And the same happens in ministry. You commit spiritual suicide. You are, you are filled with negative thoughts that can take decisions that destroy their ministry. I believe, really, that many of the Orangus, that, or let's say people who left here, left because of spiritual depression. You see, that is when people can't really tell you why they're leaving. Up till today, I don't know why many people left here. I can only gather or come to the conclusion they suffered from this Number 11, was this number 11 I gave you? A spirit of heaviness. Yeah. One of my evangelists left. One of, there's about five people that left here without giving me any reason, whether it's true or not true. Just, I don't know up till today, I don't know why. I can only conclude this thing. It's like a, a wicked thoughts come on you. Even that lady we spoke about today. That's that thing that happened to a spirit of heaviness. So negative thoughts. You see everybody is talking about you, fighting against you, but it's not, it's not, it's, it's, it's depressive thoughts that come onto your mind. 
it, and you, you will become suicidal. And many people who commit suicide, you wonder why somebody would commit suicide. That person has been sitting for months with heavy depression. Now, spiritual suicide is the same. And slowly you start to move one side and later you are gone. You didn't even come to tell us because you're not a talker. You're melancholic. You see? And you commit spiritual suicide. You have left the place you should not have left. You've left your rank and your position. You, you went too early. You should have stayed. 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 It's sad. It's a tragedy. I thank God that Bishop Dare could help me. I thank him that he could help me. And I, in turn, can help you. Because Pastor Chris has nicely, he has, yes, he has. Leaving, leaving is not just something small. Don't take it now. Today I taught you, it's, it's cleaning. That's there's boots kappa, there are messages behind your leaving. And you, you, you pollute the waters where you come from. So others who come say, who could say run weg daar? Nee, ek wil maar nie sê nie. Maar sy het een rede. Sy het een rede. And you cause doubts and confusion in the minds of people. That's why leaders, top leaders, don't abuse your position and say, if I leave, then the church is going to fall apart. Say after me, miracle man was wrong. And people who left here many years ago, these were not my first leaders. These were not, they were small juniors. These two beautiful, great men of God, these two stand. They, they, they were my leaders now, but they were not here. They were other senior leaders. I had my fair share of trouble. I had my fair share of traitors. People who just didn't agree and didn't. We wanted to run the church as a democracy. Is that not Eskom or is that? There is someone who has said that he is there by Pastor Prick too long. But I will strafe him. I will strafe him. He has not too much fun in Switzerland. He is only fast there, but he is voltage. Do you understand Afrikaans? Or just English? You understand a little bit. So you understood a lot of the stuff I said. These men, they were not my first. They were still juniors when I had more senior. I'm a little older than them, you see. But those men also left me and was hoping that the church would crumble. Some of them are dead today. They can't see. They can't see this. They can't see and see this. And listen, pastors, let me tell you something. I'm, I'm really finished. Shit, 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 shit. Listen, the spirit of confusion works so much in people. Huh? Even at that time when my, my especially when the top leader stands up against you, 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 you want to think, am I not wrong? You know? I'm talking about how the evil spirit works because the, God knows my connection to bishop was divine. To catapult me into this big ministry. Yeah. But now Satan comes with this doubtful thoughts. Hey, these people were with you all the years. Why are you now? Uh, 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 stop following this man. That was one of the cries. 
They came to me. Stop following Bishop Dak. Stop following him. I said, you know, I said like Jonathan said, when Saul threw a javelin at David, although this is my father, in principle, my father is wrong. David is an innocent man. And David is the anointed of God. I will not side with my father. I will not side with him. Because he wanted to kill an innocent man. Yeah. They have done him no harm. And Jonathan was a principal man. When Jonathan died in the war, David came back and asked, is there nobody left of the house of Saul that I can show my kindness to? Because of Jonathan. Because of Jonathan. Who stood with me. When Satan wanted to crumble my ministry. David, king of Israel. Was almost killed. Can you imagine the, the dark thoughts? The danger David had to run into caves like a madman. Once he had to be like a madman and the spit had to run from his beard. He had to go through many humiliations. But God had called him and anointed him. May your, may your horn be exalted. May your bowels be strong. <clears throat> may you be strong. But you must withstand this loyal elements. Wickedness. Satan is after the church. Satan wants to destroy the church. He will use wicked people. Wicked people. And you, you can be innocent, but the devil can come with subtlety and whisper into your ear. Get rid of those that is coming to this. You must fight to, this, to defend your church. Fight to defend your church. Your power remains strong. Go to... The end of Genesis where I'm closing with this. This is just the Lord giving this to me. Where Jacob speaks the blessing over Joseph. He says, your, 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 your bow remains strong. Yes. The end of Genesis. The end of Genesis. The last chapter. He gives him, he gives him the blessing. He blesses his children. He blesses his children. Jacob is about to die. He blesses his children from Reuben. The 12 tribes of Israel are blessed. Just check the chapter there quickly, Pastor Charlie. The 12 tribes of Israel are blessed. And in the last 49, Genesis 49 verse, where he talks about Joseph. Joseph, Joseph. Joseph, the one that was thrown into prison. Joseph, the one that revealed the butler's dream. That reveal, ah, Joseph is a fruitful bough. <laughs> a fruitful bough over the well. Whose branches run over the wall. Go to verse 23. The archers have sorely grieved him. And shot at him and hated him. Oh, but his bow remains strong. Hallelujah. His bow abode in strength and the arms of his hands were made strong by the hands of the mighty God of Jacob. From thence is the shepherd, the stone of Israel. NLT, let's see as we close. How this will sound. How, how this will sound. 
Joseph is the fowl of a wild donkey, the fool, the fowl of a wild donkey at the spring, one of the wild donkeys on the ridge, verse 23. Archers attacked him savagely. They shot at him and arrested him. But his bow remained taut and his arms were strengthened by the hands of the mighty one of Jacob, by the shepherd, the rock of Israel. Rather give me King James again. I'm closing with King James. Stand to your feet, everybody. Stand to your feet. But his bow abode in strength and the arms of his hands were made strong by the hands of the mighty God of Jacob. From thence is the shepherd, the stone of Israel. Verse 20, is there 25? Even by the God of thy father who shall help thee and by the almighty who shall bless thee with blessings of the heaven above. Blessings of the deep that lieth under the blessings of the breast. Just leave that verse there. That's the verse I'm looking for. That's the verse I'm looking for. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, as I close. The devil will come for all of us. And if you are leading a church, he wants to destroy your churches. But the days of ignorance is now past. You are now being enlightened about enemy tactics, demonic wiles and tricks to enter the church, to destroy it from within, not from without. And today... I've unpacked to you the evil spirits that operate in people who leave a church. It's not small, it's not innocent, it's not when you are friends with people who want to see your church go down, you are in danger. Are you listening? Remember, they really would love to see your church not grow. They want to see your church break down to prove their point, they are operating in the spirit of wickedness. I once told Bishop Dag of all the fights I had, family members, friends, the devil really didn't want me to be successful in church work. Like he doesn't want Pastor Des, Kapi Maria, Pastor Kaiser, Pastor Stan, Pastor Len. The devil don't want you people to be successful. It's a battle. But Jacob spoke over his son. He said, your bow will remain strong. You see, the God of your father will help you. The God whom Jacob served will help Joseph, he said. We shall bless you with the blessings of the heaven above. Blessings of the deep that lies under the blessings of the breast and of the womb. Archers hated him. The verse before that. Archers hated him and shot at him. And they hated him. Yeah. Poor Joseph. His own brothers wanted to kill him. But God raised him up. And I see God raising you up despite the evils. Despite the many dangers. You might be thrown into a prison pit. God is with you there. God is going to take you out of there. You will come into the palace and you will be able to reveal dreams to Pharaoh and you will be elevated to a higher position. The artists will hate you. They will shoot at you. But your bow will remain strong. 
Hallelujah. And you will be blessed with the blessings of your father. The God of your father will bless you. The God Almighty shall bless you with blessings of the heavens above. Blessings of the deep, the deep, the deep, the gold and the silver. He said, Pastor Chris, poverty will never be associated with you ever. Because God is blessing you with the blessings of the deep. Blessings of the breast, nourishment, and the blessings of the womb, comfort. But oh, more than all that, the blessings from the heavens above, the spiritual blessings, the Holy Spirit. Lift your hands and pray to the Holy Spirit. Ask Him to touch you. Ask Him to keep you. Ask Him to strengthen you. Blessings, blessings, blessings. Blessings of the earth.